0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have some more on our lovely functional adult relationships, their emotional maturity and direct communication, obviously from a 5D mystic enlightenment, functional adult perspective. And on that note, mystic is a focus for these ones because of the recognizing of our Oversoul. And from a functional adult's perspective, how you are able to navigate your entirety. So when you're a whole three-year-old heart, that means that you are aware of your nervous system, the ability to self-soothe. You don't know these words, but essentially it's like, oh, I hurt my knee. But it's not just your knee. Because see, here's where sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never, right? Right. But it's really the opposite. So you'll notice that people who have inner insecurities, and they will use inner conflict or outer, outer conflict. So it's called, not necessarily childhood trauma, but it's called insecurities is what I'm going to use. So attachment wounds. And, and, and the people who are healed and on that journey, they will recognize at a certain point that some of us don't have the insecure lifestyle, we don't have the human suffering narrative, so the window of welcome to the emotional plane is a group of people, whatever their story is, they'll share, they're not all mystics, I'm a mystic, so in this case, I'm bringing to you what a securely attached, whole, open-hearted, spontaneous person will easily be able to talk about, because when it comes to the depths of their emotions, they're not doing the human suffering narrative. So it's not a saga, it's not a drama, they're not teenagers for the rest of their lives, and I use the word teenager because that's the only time that I remotely, even like just a tiny bit, was like, oh my gosh. So I, I'm going to use some storytelling, and that's because of, what, what year was it? So between, I say teenager, but I should say the ages. Because to me, you're not really the beginning of your adult until after your executive decision makers in your physical human being brain are developed. And, and physically, according to the recent studies that I have heard and the machines that show our brains and how they develop, okay, so up till at least 2023 right now, what I know and have been told numerous times by neurobiologists trauma experts by neurobiology, attachment experts by trauma experts from my educational certificate courses. And these serve for credits for those who are going to college. I'm not. I'm done with college. I have a master's. But long story short, the executive decision-making functions of each and every human being brain. I know the forty likes to think of themselves as from spaces that is great and dandy. I know what I am... And who I am, too, like Pleiadians, Atlanteans, all of that. I know where I come from, but I'm Maria. I'm a person. So I'm, first of all, a piece of energy. It's just pure consciousness. Pure is just energy, okay? Not pure because of, you know, white or, or I don't know, you know, a lifestyle. The, the ancient silverbacks from the medieval times, they think of pure. And it reminds me of my teenage, very close-minded friends, which I am now remembering and as we talked about weddings and stuff like that, and actually, what I won't get into too much, but I'm partly American, partly Thai, and I have friends from the South, Naples, Italy, so yes, when you see certain types of old-fashioned, I think they're called now, TV shows, (laughs) but even in America, if you go to certain places, I met two adult women when I was already officially an adult and way into mysticism playing, and both of these promoted celibacy until marriage, and one of them really honed in how excited she was when she finally was able to get married, and I was like, but you know it's okay. Like, I, I was trying to figure out if she was serious, because I'm in the same age group or near vicinity. She went to college, and, and I was like, okay, hold on a minute. You know, like, you're, you're telling me that in your brain all of that stuff is cool and dandy, and it was a complete, and and to me, un, ungrounded adult, which in fact, when you look at people, and the fact that if they did not learn to soothe their own emotional child, as a grown-up, they haven't reparented themselves yet, so they're technically living under the house rules emotionally of those who raised them, and those who raised them, and so on and so forth, so they're really bringing forth the ancient silverbacks and and so yeah this woman was was very much uh colloquial conversational in fact we had a beautiful exchange as she said and and shared with me excitedly her her not moving into sex with her now husband but doing all this other stuff which again brought me back to my teenage years and and I was already educated in a healthy way on sexual activities from my school but see i'm, I'm a person who was learning and unlike i don't know what the other kids were doing but i just remember they all laughed we all felt embarrassed but i remember learning and in fact i remember sharing with my ignorant southern italian friends who did not get sex ed and it. it's not because they're italian say i went to school that actually is from military background so even here when i go to america and this lady is from america and she is a civilian not a military which we we get called something about brats navy brats that's right because we travel so stuff like that right um all the the lingo that i don't use but i remember some of it and i did not understand it to this day they're just words in my book but i get that there's a big whoop to do to people that aren't grounded in their emotional adults with their three-year-old in their hand. I am. I just know we're all different, but it's okay. It's a small world after all. In fact, that song stuck in my head, as did the whole ugly duckling one, if you can't say something nice. So my child grew up emotionally mature, knowing how to befa- behave in a way that I would want to be treated. And, and so that's just being, you know, healthy self-worth is what it's called. So Organic growth is what I'm sharing with you. Emotional organic growth. Nothing changed once I became a mystic, actually, quite contrary to it, unlike the 4D ones who began and still are thinking of themselves as special keys and stars, and and apparently only they can save the world, and and they have the weight of the world on their shoulders like a three-year-old, probably, who's trying to soothe that household without recognizing what's going on, because, you know, you're, you're a child. Your perspective is completely different. Your nervous system is definitely one that is going through the regulating in the household so if you got yelling going on it's not regulated in ventral vagal and you're not differentiated so you're a non-differentiated piece of consciousness a person who's based so on that note i'm not going to get too confusing i don't want to right now even though my my regular listeners will follow because they're educated because i share with them all of this information so they're like following a story of the human love narrative and they can completely finish out this book that's why I talk to you all and it's food for thought but the ones who hear me they can follow what I just said and I'm probably thinking they're like we want more don't stop because of the ones who don't know we'll get their community we, we need to first establish I need to also get into the knowingness of which ones of you know all of this stuff once we have the master class then I'll be able to probably and I'll, I'll remember this moment that way I can organize it so that we can do this because I know you can follow me very clearly but some people can't. So we want everybody to know what we're talking about. Okay. So this lovely woman around my age, who's excitedly telling me about what I consider an inconsistency as well as an anomaly. And and and, and furthermore, they're Americans. So, you know, Americans tease these Southern Italians and the Italians, as do a lot of others, like the North Italians, about the ignorance of the cell. There's a lot of stereotypes I'm going to say on this word ignorance. And I've never taken it too much to heart, even though I do when it comes to Italy, but that's only because, you know, there, there's, I won't b- bother mentioning that. It's unnecessary for our conversation, but my regular listeners know where I would head with that one too. So I'm just listening to this woman and she's now telling me that she and whoever else of her, whatever institution, nonprofit are going to go around in schools and they're trying to promote celibacy. And I'm like, really, do you think it's going to work? I ask because I'm really curious, but I'm like, I'm really like, is this true? You know, is this happening? And I'm in, in, in a, on a vacation, by the way. I'm, I'm out on vacation somewhere. So she's got money. She's got education. And I'm just thinking, OK, I, I know intellect means intelligence. I'm not really sure this this is it. And, and I know people like to say, but intellect, I'm going to say if you don't have emotional maturity or not. You're not yet up to par with your adult because, yeah, you're, you're, you're completely in a different plane. And anyways, that's how it, in fact, comes across to at least, you know, a person who I don't know what words to use except for functional adult right now. Okay, so I'm going to move on with the story. And as she concludes, yes, yes, no, I think it's going to work. <laughs> I'm laughing in my head. And I went to talk to one of my friends later on in my life and she laughed alongside with me and we both were like can you believe this this is a woman our age she's like from not a household that was full of I don't know guns and abuse physical abuse and and rape and just horrible shit going on no she she comes from a family it's just the mindset like they literally are in I I don't know how to I don't you know we're both like we don't know yeah well hopefully thank goodness they're not well, we, we know why we are where we are in, in, in the U.S. of A. I know why we are where we are now. It's it's a very, uh, I was very disappointed a long time ago. I became more disappointed. And then I said, wait a minute, let's not be disappointed. Remember, it's a small world after all. What, what's going on here? Oh, yeah, that's right. Ignorance. Oh, wait, over there. Oh, wait, that's right. Oh, wait a minute. Huh. I'm starting to see the trend of the biblical texts, the ancients and the past still here and Wait a minute. Are these young people that I see promoting gender stereotypes really? Wow. They don't think a woman can lead and and they're actually they they're saying locker talk's okay. Wait, wait. Fast forward. Now it's not okay. Now we have a 1 percentile who's actually manipulating shit and they're they're all over the money. They got the money. They're going to make us pay for water, people, and air. Yep. They're on a roll to try and suppress us. There there's there's so as you can notice, and I am being humorous on purpose, but also I'm very serious because seriously, I'm thinking, what the fuck, how many stories can we follow? Oh, I can follow like, I don't know, 20. 30. Give, me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me all the stories. I can follow them. Yes, it's not my mysticism though. It's just me using my human being brain. I'm really not that smart. I just can hear you because I'm not judgmental because I don't have an opinion about your biblical text because I grew up with it too, by the way. I just knew the difference between... What is the story and what is data? And I even had to argue about my research material in my master's years, but I still know the difference between data. and I don't think that if a person who's being interviewed says 1% at this point in my journey, uh, that it's true because he said so. No, it makes me think of a commercial I watched a long time ago about this dating app. And this dude who shows up to this other woman or something like that. And her friend's like, where'd you meet? Oh, we met on a dating app. He's French. And the guy speaks in some other language. And I was laughing my ass off. I forget which one of my friends I talked to this. I talked with about this. (laughs) And I was already on my online marketing role. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is hilarious. You must believe it if it's the, if the internet says so, it's true. So, you know, they began making humor. Now we got people saying, oh, the internet, they're all echo chambers. They're blaming the internet for a lot of things. And I'm like, yeah, wow, okay, you really are short-sighted. If you think it's the internet that made people ignorant, the echo chamber, well, let me think. Uh, they go where they want to go. It's it's not the algorithm because if they're adults, they know how to press those three buttons. They, they know how to use their smart brain and they say they're smart you'd think they'd realize at a certain point, look, I'm only seeing the same shit and maybe I should change it up so I can get a variety. Or you know what's going to happen? Some genius. I actually gave this idea to a guy. I should ask him if he's going to create it. I said, hey, dude, you know that that app that you're creating with brainwaves for people to get into relationships? How about we do something a little bit more serious? Because, you know, relationships, people are going to get their caregiver or is their partner to you know, do Terry Real and good relationship therapist with them. So they're all good. How about you create an app that allows instead of the matching up of people, because let them do that organically, they, they can they can go through some of the, you know, saga. They like they like Romeo and Juliet kind of stuff. That's what they're doing. Trauma bonding, all of it. The the, the 4D got it covered with the tarot readings over there. Okay, so how about you create an app that allows yourself to Support people to, to navigate variety and just notice. Alert, alert, echo chamber, echo chamber in the conspiracy group. Here, here's, let me give you some reliable sources that are not considered reliable by the ones who believe in conspiracies, but still they're entities from here. And I said, so like, you know, kind of figure out how to alert these kids. Shit, you're only looking at this. Oh, alert, alert AI. Here's artificial intelligence. This is a fake one. This is fake, but, and they're going to do it, by the way. I saw this uh, new thing that they're creating. Actually, let me see if I can find, you know, I love sciences, man, and technology. So yeah, I saw that they've created something. I didn't get to watch the video yet because it's not top of my list since it doesn't do much for actual personal development, but it does do a lot for uh, helping us to figure out when they're doing you know ai is for example pretending to be a lot of a lot of videos i think are using sad guru's face it's unfortunate i feel bad but i've began to notice that there's yeah people that are using his voice and stuff and creating not true messages which i don't find nice but i get it people don't know how to use the internet uh and they want to no they don't want to they they i don't even know honestly i'm i'm still trying to figure that one out because i don't believe in the conspiracies that would require people to be real geniuses which they're not if they're ancient silverbacks i'm just saying you can't be with your amygdala alerted. You're using a lot of energy and time and you're in anger. And anger means you think you know everything, which means you're going to have a blind spot and your story's going to have a loophole and I'm going to end up finding it, as will other people. And we'll be like, wait a minute, let's dismantle that one. So unfortunately, I can't find what I'm looking for. But there were these really cool, ah, here it is, metamaterial Unlike traditional lenses, metamaterial lenses are flat and made of silicone with intricate patterns etched into them. These patterns allow precise control of light, enabling new possibilities in imaging and sensing. Metamaterials can see through glare, haze, and even black ice, and can also be used for identity verification, detecting artificial faces, and recognizing cancerous skin growths. The manufacturing process of metamaterials is similar to that of computer chips, making them smaller, cheaper, and easier to mass produce. As metamaterials become more widely available, they are set to revolutionize mobile devices, cars, and medical technology, transforming how we observe and interact with the world. And so I didn't watch the 11-minute video. But the part about artificial faces, I'm going to say an identity identity verification, that's what's going to support us in certain ways. Obviously, we all, we all know that they're doing really great in the industry of trying to make the dark web or whatever it is. So, as I had already thought, you know, movies, they, they made them for a reason. It's, it's pretty straightforward what creativity can do. And let's move out of that storyland and back to relationship land. And so, We as people who are smart for real and not pretend know the difference between a story and data and we do know about where we're headed and we're not afraid of humanity because we don't have trust breaks and we don't have insecurities in our nervous systems when we're around people because we live from our higher functioning areas when we are looking at you and listening to you and talking to you and all of that there's that. I I don't need to be scared. You don't have a weapon. And as for foreseeing the future, well, it's a co-collective effort and we like to manifest the future. So we're going to stick to our human love narrative. That way we manifest love. So those who want to manifest suffering, well, you know, we already know how that goes. They're setting their intentions as they use the neuroplastic agent of imagination in their brains, mystic or not, here they come. No, they're just living in their human suffering body and their human suffering brain, and in the meantime, we're going to be energized while they're going to be burnt out, because if you live in survival mode, what's happening, unfortunately, is your default mode network only turns on when you're being put into similar dysfunctional, dysregulated situations, so your relationships, life, all of it, you're using your sympathetic mode, I'm not, I'm going to get older, healthier, you're not necessarily, but you might, we'll see, who knows, I know a lot of people think that certain people live longer The truth is, you living longer doesn't mean you're going to live healthy. I mean, if I got my five, ten, ten fingers, ten toes, or just the use of my brain alone and my mouth, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do really good. Oh, my spirits. My spirits are going to be up. That's right. I forgot about that one. So emotionally mature three-year-old hearts in adult bodies, they live really great. And that's because we don't uh, try to do to others that which we do not want done to ourselves, which is suffering. Suffering. Okay, so on that note, as this lovely woman who I met was very much ignorant and excited about certain things, I wasn't even polyamorous yet. Imagine I would have said, you know, I'm polyamory. I have like three twin flames. I got two, three, four. I don't know how many soulmates. I've lost count. I love many. And I actually also have some that I'm curiously entertaining right now that I don't know if they're part of my oversoul or not, but they're really nice people. So it's, it's all good because really we're all an oversoul in the first place. So... How, how, how does your institution think about this? Do, do you want to leave yet? Are you having fun talking to me? And I possibly would have teased a little bit, but not too much <laughs> because I don't like to No, she actually was very open-minded, I have to say, which was nice. It was nice to see that we could have an exchange while she was promoting something ridiculous in my idea, but I got it because I understand her belief system I just thought I was in front of a teenager who was an adult and I found it very adorable. That's all. That's all I saw was adorable and open-minded and she believed that they would triumph in making teenagers not have sex with each other and I was very surprised at that one. I was like, but weren't you a teenager? And that's when she said, oh, no, no, I know, but I was was able to do all this other stuff and I was waiting. In fact, I couldn't wait to get married. I was like, okay, wow, let me now smile some more, and now let me go back to teenage years when I'm meeting my Italian friends who have no knowledge of a lot of things. I thought it was my background, but it wasn't. It's that my military school served me well with good education, so I got to get good education, and therefore I knew the difference between what was true when it came to things that people can do or not do versus what was not true, like certain things that they cannot in any way shape or form get you pregnant and that teenage people were like I might be and I'm like no you're not no that that's not how that works you know and so this was very funny and now that I'm older I get to see the younger generation actually easily have these types of conversations because they have good educators online that are actual officially medical professionals who have a on YouTube, thank goodness, they have a this is from this country, their mental health or whatever it is and and that way kids can know where those people are coming from and then the teachers try to teach them about knowing the difference between a good source versus those who are just speaking from their own subjective experience, which is a good source for I mean, I speak from education, but also subjective experience here, but I'm talking to adults and I'm not trying to teach anyone about very important Human being topics, meaning I don't say, hey, come to me to heal your trauma. No, in fact, even with Reiki, we don't do healing trauma. We do, hey, let's do personal development. Let's process emotions and thoughts. Let's understand the seriousness of trauma. And let's understand how to get a good trauma therapist into your network of sources that you can watch and that you can actually learn from because it's very important. Because they know a lot and you can create a community with people plus some of them, not all of them, obviously. But let me transition back to another point that I was trying to make about teenager years and the difference between being already emotionally mature and so not, you know, getting into it with people who have drama and who don't know what they're talking about uh, and just making those choices of learning about things. And so recognizing from teenager to young Adulthood, that not everything the internet says is true as the internet came about. I got to learn that. I got to learn how a lot of people don't know a lot of things, and how some people who do know things taint their knowledge with the biblical text and they make it seem like they don't know. No, they get pissy when you're like, uh, You don't know everything, and they start to actually act the way that any person who is trying to control other people and therefore use their little telescopes or their name, whatever their role is, and actually begin to not be very happy that you are a differentiated self. And and the way that they go about sharing that is is not in the way that will be, hmm, what's the word? I want to try and use a word, but I can't use a word for this one. So how old was I? Late 20s? Yeah, something took place in my late 20s and I already didn't have a deal with people who are to try and tell me how to think and feel. It was like complete neutrality. So when I was addressed in the specific way with this specific sentence inside of me as I'm, you know, reaching out to hug the individual, <laughs> it's like, wow, now that I don't even know what words to use right now because I'm thinking you are completely not in control of anything and what just came out of your mouth is so its so tiny, but it's so vulgar tiny. And so it, it was one of those, see, I, I don't have words because I wasn't offended. I was at awe that the, the level of quote-unquote insult that came out of the mouth, I'm still laughing to this day because I, I had no words. I just was literally reaching the, you know, I, I don't know how to explain because the energy for a person who has secure attachment, when we're dealing with somebody who is totally lost it and is becoming basically what you would say is um, that's, I don't have words for people that don't actually have any control over themselves because see, it's not a energy that has any impact on a person that doesn't have the shame societal thing so this these individuals that use words for themselves we don't look at them like oh my gosh you're on a pet no you're not on no fucking pedestal that's for sure you're, you're on the floor with me and the more I grow up the more you're on the floor with me and I just learned that wait a minute I did know that you didn't know everything now I know you even don't know how to do manners and now I know I know manners way better than you Wow, and now I know that you are actually a control freak who's trying to have what? Mini yous? Is is this what we're doing? Are we doing a mini you contest? And that that and again, I just don't have words for it because when you are growing up with people and you recognize that their actual ways are are uh, I need to find words for it. I will in the future, but the, the point that I'm trying to make is there is nothing that says or screams you're quote-unquote evil because I'm not helpless when somebody's quote-unquote insulting me. I'm literally thinking, whoa, those were interesting words. That was an interesting choice of words. That, that, that's, and, and that's me just being funny about it because <laughs> there's nothing that you can say To a person who doesn't have an ego self that needs your approval on whatever it is. I mean, I can say bullshit from my mouth and and I'm like, yeah, so what? What do you want? And you know, here's the thing about when we feel this way, it's because we're not doing what we're doing when we engage with our words, with anything except for exchanging life with each other. So... While others live their life trying to get thumbs up and thumbs downs or whatever. No, their thumbs up is what they want. But that zero, one-year-old is trying to stay alive with their group, their herd. Uh, We don't need that emotionally. We are alive. I'm breathing. And you're here. Here you are, using words with me. You literally are using just words and and that's called self-worth and healthy and confidence. And it's, I'm not superior in fear. I just don't have an ego that's actually sensitive. I have an ego. It's here. It's called the self and it has a name. Okay. So when you are in these spaces, that's exactly why you don't have a saga with uh, your twin flames or your oversoul. And when you're meeting people who have saga, you're like, okay, hmm. Uh, I was going to say the time word because I was thinking about when one of my friends came to me and she's like just insisting that actually I got a handful of people that were insisting in different times uh, that those male figures that they will call their twin flames or potential partners were controlling them and because they're mystics they, they think that they know what they're talking about and I didn't think they didn't know what they were talking about, because I knew what they were talking about. I was just saying, okay, yeah no. they can't control you. They're not powerful like that, are, are they? Did, do you think they have a spell on you? Got a spell on you, and now you're mine. Uh-huh. Who watched that one? That Halloween show. It's a movie. The The, the three sisters they're singing. And that, that is a song. I should uh, look it up. I love that song. It's a cool song. So these, these women, they, they literally were like, no, no, but you don't understand. No, they didn't say that part because they knew I understood Twin flame. They were coming to me because I have Twin Flames. So I explained to them, um, you're not being controlled. You're, you're speaking to me right now. What you're talking to me about seems very much that you are emotionally, in, a, in, in, in emotions, it's fair and square, I get it. I've heard about the the intent. I know. I know about the intensity, but there's nobody controlling it except for you. You can work with your brain as you are feeling feelings and disengage from all of it. No, no, no. Uh, yes. No, no. You just have more experience. That that's the difference. I can't do it. You can because. So they all found a way to basically say that they are powerless in the presence of their emotional self and their emotional body and their brain, which, fair and square, the good trauma experts do say that a person who has adaptive child with the structural dissociation is reactive and is in a rumination and a, you know, again, biochemistry fear. They're using not their prefrontal cortex. So the reality is they are in a state of reactivity with them playing out the very situation that comes from their childhood, though, so it's a charge that's playing out, and there's an answer to it. In fact, if you follow the story of a person from home, and they share that when they're doing some therapy, they will find, oh wow, that does match this one thing that did take. Oh, okay, cool. wow. And sometimes you don't need to talk about anything; you're just working through the charge because you're realizing. I can breathe, I want to get, you know, using my emotion in a different space, you're, you're navigating your, your nervous system, people, and your brain, so you're learning how to use your left and right mode, the ones who say, no, no, I'm obsessed, and they're controlling me, they, they don't even try, they just find a story, and there you go, and they stay within their wrath of, I'm 4D mystic with all my superpowers, and I'm going to come get you every time I have a hunch that you are betraying me, because I know you're a liar, and you're a cheater, and you're you know, some asshole that now I've decided is an asshole, and I'm going to trauma bond with you without even noticing that I'm doing it, and take no ownership of what I'm bringing to myself, and then once I've done the whole pshusha, I'm going to just blame you about it, and I'm going to point a finger and say, they made me do it, or whatever it is, or they ruined my life, or whatever, versus, wait a minute, nobody ruined anything, Really what it is is they brought to my attention some things and I didn't listen to other things. And really what I did is learn something. I was able to learn something today and in this cycle, which is let me make sure that I work with my emotional self. So if this is too hard, that's what the trauma therapists are for. They help people that have a very hard time with their structural dissociation moments. I've shared this with people who have again said, no, no, it's not true. It's humans, they suck, and I don't uh or actually no it was they suck, we all suck, and you know what? Every person's going to betray your trust, they're always gonna leave you, they're always not gonna to want to invest in you, and I'm going to just put up with that one and, and let me be in the suffering body of me. And there's a person who decides to succumb to their nervous system survival mode and not try to continue getting into instead what is a very good possible way out their restorative embodied self using their left and right mode moving towards integration there's good therapists that do EMDR that we can find where you're repeating your pattern can work to get out of the loop then with the same therapist EMDR inner child charged parts you work with your child self that you can become your parent and adult person and then also somatic so you can learn to self-soothe self-regulate and then actually stop self-soothing with shame inner critic, outer critic, then drugs, alcohol, sex, hypersexuality with drugs. That's actually something that people do as well as alcohol. They seek the next hit and then they isolate and they do it all over again. And they will literally keep that loop going and armor locks in because the negative sides of neuroplasticity are actively being Basically, in a alert, alert, your amygdala is using the neuroplasticity, and that's why it's enlarged, and that's also why the faces of people change. I've seen some 4D readers go from having soft faces to becoming people that have faces that are very different, in fact, and it's uh, the way the brain is working consistently, and you know, makes me think actually of a couple of things from, from textbooks, but I'm going to leave that one out. On that note, there's people, there are people that I knew, that I know still, they had healthy brains is what I call it. They were more integrated Then, after abusive relationships. They have not integrated. They have gone the the other path. And in fact, there's a very specific uh, part of the face that changes. And it's the eyes and the forehead and the, the skull. It's just, it's fascinating. So they can get themselves obviously out of that. But the part about going to good therapy and recognizing that they can become emotionally mature by that that's for them to choose. So people have a villain in their superhero, super villain and rescuing story. And that's a codependent, insecure, non-differentiated self person who has a bunch of ancient silverbacks that are leading the way. And they're all, in fact, not in trauma recovery at all. They just found a group that's going to stand with them, shout at each other and Lo and behold, we have groups um, that reminds me back to teenager land. So teenage land was where I saw people be emotionally immature and ignorant. I'm grown up now and now I know how to help those who want to be what, emotionally mature and are here either with good therapy or organically. You're able to just, you know, allow yourself to know what it means to love because that's our human nature. So love is from our ventral vagal nervous system state. And it is because of you being able to have a relationship with your inner world. Direct communication is part of that. And so, when you're not ashamed of being the self that you are, I raise my hand, you easily spell out anything and everything and the oversharing part. So, I learned as a teenager because of an incident, so it was between. I'm going to use for my teenager when I say that it's between your about 13 all the way up till your 1920s. Your executive decision making functions for physiologically, biologically, women, physical, 25, male, 27. So, up till the age of 25, I don't consider any person able to make complete long-term decisions. In fact, you're supposed to not get diagnosed until that age, but really they they just need to start psych-educating people a little bit more so that they can understand why they don't make long-term decisions sometimes. I always made long-term decisions. In fact, I'm not a person who takes risks. If I ever do, it's calculated, but that's why they're not risks. They're me making mathematical equations of all the things that I can fit in a box that I know that I want to do in order to consistently continue to contribute in my small, tiny way in my relationships and society. So I know what I need to do to plan my future because that is very simple, like straightforward as it gets. Oh, and yes, for a solo poly particularly, it stays that way because we know how to lift our nervous system up when it's down and we know how to launch ourselves into adventures because we're not afraid to learn new things or explore new things, even by ourselves. That doesn't mean we are going to go out and mingle and tingle with all people because Here's where direct communication doesn't seem to work really well. So that's what I found out as a teenager. I thought it would be different when I got to be a grown-up. And I saw that it isn't, because there's a lot of people they don't know actually. They're how I'm gonna put it this way. They're even worse than when they were teenagers because uh, some of them they were securely attached as teenagers. Then they got, I don't know, in one relationship that they got cheated on instead of going polyamory, and now they don't trust anyone anymore. And so between men and women with their gender stereotypes, so I have the, not all are ancient silverbacks, but a good portion of them basically fit those gender roles. That's why I said ancient. Uh, the ones who don't, they're, they're awesome. We have a lot of fun together. In fact, we talk a lot about how do they live like this? <laughs> and they're like, well... You know, biblical texts, they, they make a point. They're afraid of the wrath of God and, and whatnot, and we just have fun. So advanced people, which I shouldn't say that, but that's what it feels like when you're looking at the Scarlet Letter Times and anyone who's pretty much promoting celibacy as an adult and thinking it's actually going to work and forgetting a parent. Oh, no, I forgot. They made up an excuse for why they did it. God, it, never mind. <laughs> I take that back. That's That's right. They find a way to justify and make up a story that fits... Oh, well, the over here is okay. Over here is not okay. That That's what the teenagers do. They don't take full-on ownership and say, wait a minute, <laughs> let me think. One and in the same, pretty much. Uh, I mean, come on. Okay, so on that note, um, as, yes, I grew up, I just realized I'm going to be a direct communicator because I'm okay with taking... No, it's not about taking crap. I don't give a shit because... I know that I'm telling you what I'm thinking, and then I know that if you're that sensitive, I'll, I'll apologize, and I probably won't be having any meaningful conversations with you anymore because I can't express anything without knowing if you're going to, you know, get into my face for no other reason except for I have a different opinion, and I, and I don't feel like doing that because I don't have to have the floor. I'm a three-year-old that is very good without the floor. I don't need you to hear my story. I'm good. I'm really, you know, so that's the part of of where it's at. We like to have what are beautiful heart-to-heart conversations. So on that, when a person's good with being who they are, and they at the very least share their raw and authentic opinion, and they have an open heart, no agenda, none of that going on, you know. So like this lady, she's totally cool, no agenda. We had a good conversation because two people accepting that there's differences without mocking or judging one or the other, because that's what an open-minded human being knows. If I come from a past with a biblical text, I'm not, again, going, ah, ha, ha, let me laugh. No, you have your belief system. Cool and dude. I ask questions because I actually am just trying to figure out, really, this makes sense to you? You say yes, I say, okay, cool, that makes sense to you. I can understand how to keep to the it's not keep to the side, is I can understand how to share. We're different. And so I get it. You have that opinion. I actually feel differently. I feel that it's important or whatever it is. And actually see, for me, the whole sex thing, I understood because of being raised with the church that it was something that was said, but I put it into context. It was written. The book's ancient times. It's not the word of anyone. It's the ancient times. So I'm not, uh, yeah buying the bullshit that you're selling me because it's bullshit because I know what year it is and I know what year the book was written and I can do at least the basic of math and that's all I need and I know what a story is versus what a data point is I know that dark matter and dark energy apparently are doing shit and even that I know there's hypotheticals that might not work but if there's one thing I know is that data is consistently repetitive in a certain way which is why we use empirical data to prove and disprove things, and that's why curiosity is what continues to have us expand and evolve, not the ones who are fixed in stone, so not the stories either, by the way, Um, but at the same time, again, adults, emotionally mature direct communicators are able to just have fun all the time, not have to hide, and when a person is hiding something, it's obvious because their heart is closed, and it's because of their mannerisms. It's because of the energy they bring forth. It's because of the words that they don't speak or that they do speak. It's because of the tone. Your ventral vagal nervous system is engaged or it's not. And you're engaged in your three-year-old heart. If you are having a good time with me and you're laughing with me, and you're yourself with me, and that will be very clear because that's going to flow like a song and not have any room for silence in the sense of um, empty space, but it's not empty. Sometimes when people choose to think that they are not closed off, what they don't understand is that we're all nervous systems, so it's better to just Allow yourself to make decisions of what type of relationship and ships you want to build. And what I mean is that there are people who will protect themselves. Like I said, again, I'm going to use my friend. There's a friend of mine that we chit chat and I recently told him, I said, look, (laughs) your heart, it ain't open. I don't know shit about you, but I'm happy to see you're comfortable in my vicinity and just chit chatting and having a good time because they have opened up, and I can tell because of the way their energy is around me. And so I appreciate that. I like them. They're a friend to me, and we have always a good time, but I'm not going to right here lie to my friend. And so I said, don't lie to me. It's okay, though. I said, you don't have to do anything different. I'm just saying, don't don't bullshit me. And the night was fun, and, and we continued, and he even sang to me this cute little song, that I was just laughing my ass off because right here is where reminds me of teenage years but just reminds me of every other person who is and in this case for me male gender and they don't know how to open up their heart and they actually feel or think somehow that that what they're doing is is actually quote unquote working it's it's very sad to me when I see a person thinking that if their heart is closed, that you can have an actual relationship because you're not having one with you, you're not having one with another, and you better bet a mystic, especially in the Enlightenment, so Adrian will know what's going on. And it's basically a somatic empath. They don't have to be a mystic. They can just be a functional adult therapist. They will know what's going on. The people that I learned from, they all know when a person is in their body protecting because we're all a nervous system. What, what the 4 d doesn't understand is there's no need for the story. You and I are embodied brains. The minute you are talking to me, you're already in your defense mechanism. If you don't know your child, you don't know you. I do know mine. It's a three-year-old. She has fun. And I know it's open-hearted because I chose it. And I now know very well how to just be in my manners because I've been doing it since I was a kid. And I know about people who don't know how to speak the truth. And I don't like to be in a in a space where I'm wasting time. Because see, the, the space of wasting time is you're a closed heart. You're not here with a sense of ease. You're just, you know, here. And I'm not here just to be here. If I'm here, it's because I'm enjoying and I choose to share time with you. And that's because I'm having a moment of life. And so at the very least, you know, let's be straight with each other, so to speak. But other times, you know, that there's not a person that can be addressed. So, yeah, it depends always on the equation when to dress something, and how to dress it, and to ensure you do it in the best way possible, which is to say, you know, you don't have to, like I did with my friend, you don't have to do anything, you're good, but I'm not going to pretend, that's what I'm trying to say, so yeah, the adults, we don't pretend, we always speak a truth, we try to do so with the best uh, manners possible, but we will not silence ourselves, because really, We also just don't want to use up time in the absence of speaking, you know, what is meaningful, I should say, because time is of the essence. So you're going to make sure you use those moments in a way that creates, I've shared something of value with someone else. They've shared something of value with me and we've been able to grow in harmony (laughs) Now, when we have people who are super, super into walking with all people, they're super, super into being their self, that's the fun part. So the securely attached person who is able to tell you about their story or a person who's working to move into their actual mature emotional self so they will know about their childhood, they will know about their nervous system, meaning they're interested in that kind of stuff. So they look at themselves. They're like, you know what, I actually have these types of defense mechanisms or whatnot. And I'll use my friend to close on out the episode because, see, they, they said throughout these different m- moments as we conversed, they made it clear that they're hiding from something that is actually a deep suffering. And so they're out just trying to pretend or have a good time. And I said, I know that, and, you know, I or something like that. I don't remember the exact words, but when they said what they said, I said, I know, or somehow I wanted to give the I am aware, but without opening the box. Because the point is, they need to be able to want to open up this box, and it's not obviously going to be in a setting where you're out having fun, that's why people have the good therapist, or they say, you know what, I want to have a good conversation with a friend, and I'm serious about it, and that's the minute that a person would unload, but the journey to your wholeness, and and yes, my friend could get whole. They don't want to. They keep on doing their pattern, but they are aware that there's a depth that is Present. So the saddest part here, and we'll close on out, is that people have access to the potential for good therapists. They have access to themselves. They have access to information, and they are not, the people that I'm talking about, they're not from neighborhoods where there's a lack of ability to get for themselves. So, okay, there's, it's one thing if you're in a neighborhood, it's crime you don't have money that's where we send those nonprofits and try to get you know uh, associations and what whoever it is that can go and offer free social services right so those are the places that need the systems but i'm saying the people that i know they have money they have education they have work they have i live with people they they're not absent of these aspects they could get themselves better instead they go out and they just use their time, and they are aware of vulnerability within themselves, but they are choosing the way, quote-unquote, out. It's not a way out. That's the point. They choose, simply put, to not open up the vault and then begin what is a journey that takes some time. But once you begin it, as the ones who do take their trauma therapy seriously, you feel better. I asked some of them, so what makes you keep going? Does it feel worse or does it feel good? It feels horrible while you're doing it, but I feel better. So a person will recognize that they're returning home to themselves because your and my and every person's birthright is the restorative embodied self because we had a moment of this as well as secure attachment. So while some want the stories of ancient silverbacks and, you know, the history of biblical texts and aliens and all that, which is where 4D mystics are at, others, no, we understand the data that's being shared. So you can... Return home to yourself and become the adult you, but only if you begin to open up a vault that leads you on a journey that the first times, I don't know how many, Patrick Tiahan says it's very tiresome. So I'm assuming it's tiresome because of the window of tolerance and whatever small bits of emotions begin to arise. But like I said, the people who know that they're reclaiming their wholeness and they're saying, this is me being able to live a rich, emotional, mental, and physical life. They all get it. And the reality is, again, the body and your brain, the embodied brain wants to return to this state. The only reason people resist is because of this shame defectiveness, which comes up as heartbreak, gut wrench, self-loathing. It's excruciating, awful. Apparently, it's even like self-disgust. So that that is why, to the bigger extent it's I'm not worthy to the lesser extent it's a hint of I'm not worthy and the part about having opportunity to see other is one those who are here like me who say you're a whole person I'm here to love you you can be yourself it's safe and we know how to do it in a way that is not threatening which is why people begin to enjoy those relationships because you're not judging them so they have a safe haven and a secure base they have to take the leap of faith for themselves in that next step which is I want to open up I, I don't want to live half of a the life they have to be able to see I am worthy of love first of all though I know I, I am looking to have it here inside of me and then I can also have it there but they don't have to do it alone here's where they have if they have people that are compassionate securely attached they have direct communicators They have people who are eloquent and able to be open. There's plenty of us out there like this. So that's the community one that we're building. It's securely attached people and the ones who are here or wanting to move here. Human love narrative. We don't do the saga. There is no saga. There's no obsession. The trauma bonding, you can easily disengage from it once you're clear on the psych education in a way of understanding it's your brain. So unless you do believe that someone can harness you from the invisibility land of above, which I know d things, And I've explained to 4D, and I keep and will keep on explaining. That's not actually what's happening. I have an explanation for you. So let's talk. Patrick McNamara, shall we? Because I can talk to you all day long about him. And I have the book. I haven't read it yet, but I got it in my back pocket. And on that note... Again, to support each other means we do not shame, blame, fault, or revenge. We do not do the, let me project to you my emotion. No, we talk about the data. We talk about the emotions. We talk about the potential story, and we exchange the thoughts and the behavior. And there's an arriving at, we just have a chit-chat. We had a chit-chat, and being able to have a chit-chat from the heart and again, and again, and again, is what is going to lead people to build that relationship. But if you pretend to be there, and you actually think that a person won't notice, that's not actually how it works. If you just pretend, you're pretending. So people know that you're not there, although they know that you're there to be nice and polite and have fun and all of that. We're all there To have a good time when we're going out, when we're enjoying each other's company, we're all in the same boat. The difference is some of us are enriched by it because we're vulnerable, open-hearted. We're enjoying our time. We're making long-lasting, secure connections from the heart and secure attachment from the heart. So we are experiencing human love, and it's unconditional and it's building whether it be romantic or not, doesn't matter, so for those poly secure or mono secure, it's the same thing, because we're all out enjoying each other's company, the people who on the other hand do not have that desire, it's that they're there, but they're going to miss out on another part of life, but if they don't, have it in them to explore those aspects you know they don't want to move beyond the trust break or the childhood trauma it's understandable again because it's a very in-depth process but with the psych education out there it's also understandable that it's a possible process and all it takes is to start with a good therapist and that part that's why we get to support people to know about those individuals so if you need any networking or, you know, sources or whatnot, reach out. I'm happy to share those and we'll be back with more. Have a great day.